Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode on the Celtic Now and for a podcast. My name is Ryan Clifford. This week we're joined by Robert Boyle. Robert, how you doing my man? Hi Ryan, how you doing? And also we're back with John. John, how you doing? Good, troops. Good. Obviously, um, podcast on the result against Ross County and obviously what happened afterwards. But I start off with, uh, start with yourself, Robert, your initial thoughts after the game. I wasn't surprised, to be quite honest with you, Ryan. I was not surprised in the slightest. We've been talking about this car crash happening for weeks, so nothing surprises me anymore. Um, just I'm flabbergasted, to be honest with you. It's like back watching the Tony Mowbray Celtic. They're just expecting the, that stuff's going to go wrong and the team are at an all-time low and the management's at an all-time low. It just, there needs to be a change, in my opinion, mate. There just needs to be something that goes... We need to strip back there and start uh, scouting management and players. We need it all stripped back and redone because this isn't working at this particular time. Uh, maybe yourself, John. <laughs> Aye, um, very disappointing performance, just the same as the last dozen or so games, just lacking energy, professionalism I think, just, you, you know it's coming, don't you? Any time a team, every team, sorry, any team, any time a team goes up the park, they're always scoring against us, we're so powder puff, it's unbelievable, and for Aye. people it's, on that radio saying never seen that coming well we all did didn't we uh, aye 100% that was another another goal for a corner I mean we've got guys at 6 foot 4 and 6 foot 5 in the box and we're conceding for corners week in week out our goalkeeper 6 foot 5 so how can they command the box baffles me as you say it's the same it's the same every week Um but starting with formations, we spoke about it before we came on, that it goes to up front, but it's like, why no day at the start of the season, why you didn't know and try to get goals now? And again, tinkering formation every week is not going to help situations. Um, for me, we spoke about it last week, the two up front is going to be every game. Um, I don't know what you think of that, but for me, the two up front is going to be every game, no just as a fuck it will chance it and hopefully it works. Uh, we've been speaking ourselves, we've been crying out for two up top all season to go for it. A few teams are doing it and they're getting success through it. As I've said to you and all, I think it's the way forward for most teams. 
I think most teams are going to go and play two up. That man, man up top's horrific, so it is. It just doesn't suit Celtic at all with the personnel they've got. Especially when you've got four strikers, do you want to agree? You've got four strikers there, so you've got to at least play two of them. Aye, and they're not getting fat. The ones that's no playing are not getting any game time, so it's very hard for them to come in, you know, and hit the ground running and try and score. We're only getting five or ten minutes. Their fitness is dropping as well. It must be hard. Well, Griffiths hasn't got a problem with his fitness tramps. He's not been fat for a season, you know. Nah, which is a disaster, to be honest because he's probably the most natural finisher at the club. Aye, I love him and all, but it's no happening. It's definitely the two up front. You've got to just, if it is stick with a Yeti and Edward or a Griffiths or if Kamal, whoever it is, you've got to just stick with it. But I thought, talking about the two up front, I thought, Edward was never near it again. Um, I don't know if he's just through the motions, but a Yeti, bits and bobs, but again, they didn't really get much service to divide it. And I know a Yeti missed a chance after 1 0, but I think Edward's just, I just don't know. I know why I keep saying you need to play your best players, but I don't know what, what he's got to do now because he's no, he's no at it at all. You'd say that about the Sorry, John. All the best strikers, if they only get one chance, they'll score it. That's why they're the top strikers. A jetted one chance, fluffed it. Edward fluffed it. Just poor, poor finishing. I feel the full team is just lacking confidence. It's the full team. There's no one player that you could say it's really standing out. Laxalt's probably the only one that's really putting the energy in and putting effort in, but the rest of them just look so low in confidence to me, it's it's unreal. I'd, I'd say to Ryan, Robert, about two weeks ago, I love Laxalt, the way he plays, but he's becoming a problem, the way that he plays so high up the park. If he's playing so high up the park, he's, the manager obviously wants him to play like that. So who's covering for him when he's away up the park? McGregor. McGregor's it's been coming hard, in and covering him. I know. I seen it in the game away to Sparta. One of the ones McGregor's out in the left back position, Laxalt's left mid. And you're thinking, why is McGregor in there? And the ball's getting put back into the centre. McGregor's trying to cover in the centre. It's just it's everybody's doing what they want really they're doing it. There's no organisation, no structure to this. Aye, aye, you're playing on. He's obviously, I think, in the early signs where can I think I made a mistake about down the line and he didn't get taking the guy go to first. I think it's the boy Stuart. Um, I think I was impressed with him, to be fair. Um, that was kind of a warning sign, but it's not really a warning sign anymore because um, it's flat all the time. Um, but then, obviously, that and then they get a goal with Julian Silly Phil on the, the penalty. Um, it's just, as you say, you're not really you're, you're expecting these mistakes because it's happening all the time. Conceding penalties constant, conceding for close balls constant, conceding for corners constant. Nobody's wanting to put their neck on the line to go and fling a header at something or a volley at something to clear it. They're all looking at each other, still weeks down the line that we've been talking about, they're still doing the same mistakes. So to me, something needs to change because what's happening on the park's not changing, nothing's different. 
same again when we're attacking. We're no, we're no peppering the goal with 20 shots, but the keeper's been absolutely outstanding. And you're going to have to park on another day we could have scored six a day. I think we could have played for another 180 minutes and wouldn't have scored against Ross County, to be quite honest with you. Silly crosses coming in through wide, we flick so and nothing. Nothing actually, I don't think the keeper made a save in the second half, to be honest, which makes me more sick than anything. This, I, I think uh, they're lacking a bit of leadership. Brown, Brown has been absolutely brilliant for Celtic, but at the start of the season, I was like, he's got to play all the big games. He's such a big player, but his form's dipped dramatically, not just him, quite a few of them as well. And they seem to rely on him to get them going any time they were down. They pop up with a goal or a tackle, smash somebody. It's no happening. I've said to Ryan, I can't believe we've known the man sent off the last few weeks. Nobody just getting angry and taking somebody out. It's, they're just accepting it. I don't agree with you 100%. As I say, some, sometimes it needs somebody to get fired into a tackle. I, t- take that, I don't even think we get... Did we get any players booked against Sparta away? We didn't get one booked for what I can remember. There might have been a button, but see, when we were on the ball, Sparta were clattering us at every mm-hmm. opportunity. Young boys eager to get in your face. And Celtic, did, can they cope with it? Just couldn't they cope with it? It's... Celtic, carry, they look as if they can't play the high tempo game the way they did, maybe under Rogers. Aye. It's in sixes and sevens, isn't it? It's like they're not doing it as a unit now. They're all just doing it individually. I, I just find that it's how you can go for that to this, and surely they can't have ch- surely they can't have changed much to the training because they need to change it if they were performing like that. But something's obviously not right because I seen a bit after the game that Lenny says, "Oh, we keep seeing for set pieces." <laughs> I think he says something like, "When they practice set pieces, I went, that's should be that anyway. That's what you should be doing." It's, I, I, I generally, I know we don't, we don't really want to talk about them across the water, right? But they might not be as good as us technically, whatever else, but they're well organised, they're drilled, every player knows what they're doing, and you, they obviously practice set pieces because very well that they can see for the balls in and out this season anyway. We just look every time the balls close the box, you're, you're shooting yourself. It's like, it's like if you have at the back of the head again, you shoot yourself. The players look terrified to me when those balls get crossed in. They actually look terrified. They're all, they're all sixes and sevens. They're all terrified that one of them going to do something about it. I, that's what I was saying about a weeder. Nobody's going, ah, that's my ball. I'm going and winning that. I'm taking the man out of me. I'm going and winning it. Throw your body in the line. It's just no happening. You've not got a Roy Aitken, a Alan Stubbs or anything no. in there. Would they that for you, John? You know what I mean? That would go and win a header, go and put a good tackle in and lead for the back. There's nobody there now to do that. And we thought Shane Duffy was obviously going to be that guy, but I think it's Shane Duffy at a Westlife we've got. Aye, um, unfortunately, that's no work. And it's the amount of money it's cost for the loan and the wages. Celtic can't afford to have a failure with the amount of money they're spent on that. There was a bit, I don't know if you've seen it, um, there was a bit about the game of Sparta Prague on Thursday. See the, the guys that didn't play? It was like 20 million. 
Jason Dan Danny So and and uh, I think we're right though, but about that, you said about sorrow. How he was allowed to go and get married during this was uh, any times unbelievable. The standards that just shows you the standards of the club now that you're letting a guy grow your through your side for three three million go away and get married. <laughs> how, how did that come out? Was that leaked? Celtic try to keep that quiet? I didn't, I didn't know until Robert told me. I didn't know. I can't, I can't remember John asking it on social media. Um, Sorrow married and stuff like that. And then found out the story was that Celtic let him go to get married. And then he'd have to quarantine for two weeks after it because obviously he was in a foreign country or whatever. Um, but to me, that's just shambolic. So amateurish. I like a leadership for the top. Aye. But I've heard, whether it's, it's everything's rumours obviously because we never know, but I've heard stories about Lennon getting the players three and four days off and all that, after games and all that, and whether it's just Lennon, whether it's a board, whether it's Eton, to me, that's just wrong. At the end of the day, we don't want that at all. So how they can get away with two and three and four days, whatever it is, it's all rumours, as I say, at the end of the day, but these are the rumours that you're starting to hear. Um, they was game players three and four days off um, after games. To me, that's just baffling. Well, it's no December yet and we're out of three competitions, so we've got plenty of time now to practice whatever the day at training. Plenty of time. We've only got the league and the Scottish Cup when that comes round about in the final, which I'm not really looking forward to, by the way. I'm, I'm no, not looking forward to We're no guaranteed favourites for that now. No, Hearts will be dying to play Celtic. Uh, as well as they're not having great results either. They get knocked out the cup with Alloa, but I think no fancy the full fact is they can get physical wears, and we only like the physical side yet. Aye, uh, Celtic badly like physicality, didn't they? Even for, we've got boys at six foot four and five, we just get bullied. Aye, I've just seen, seen it the weekend that big Ross Stewart was just flinging them about. The back he was excellent. I've been impressed with him every time I've seen him. Uh, he's, he looks a cracker, but not at our level, but I think a team maybe like Aberdeen or something should take a punt on him, whether they can no. afford him. But. I think he was supposed to be gone in August there, but it didn't happen. Aye. Um, but I just, I just don't know. Where, where do we go for here? That's the next question. Where, 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 when did the downfall start? Was it the Ferns Faros game? I'd probably I would say it was before that. I would say it was before that, John, in my opinion. I'd say that, so I'd probably say the main buck came for that. I think it should have been sacked after that game, because it's just, it's always going to go down my spiral for there, because the, tra- the fact that you're not going to get that money is, and let's be honest, I know Ferns Faros through the Juventus, they weren't a good team in the pool against us. Juventus scored that last minute, so they did. Oh, I knew this, they were drawn out and they said beat, but the fact that fans were saying after that game, oh, they bet you better. When they played against us, they were shite. Your mistakes uh, again, it's all, it's all to do with your mistakes. Because even the game yesterday, it's, it's slow again, it's passive, it's, it's teams are just sitting in and letting us play because you know they can't, we're not get the confidence to break teams in there like we did in the past. See that game under. You don't want to keep referring back to Rodgers because that's, that, that ship's gone now. That, that team in the way we played is finished, right? But against the Rodgers team against Ross County home the cup, I'd be 4 or 5 nothing yesterday. 
It's just, uh, if Ross County, I, I know he, as my dad says, John, that you've not got any divine right to win football, right? But with the Scots Celtic score, Ross County should become the Celtic bump and tactically masterclass in Celtic. That's just, but it's not just Ross County that's done that against us. Other teams have done it against us, teams. Who let's let's part let's part pressure and become there as in one four one. It's just it's not right. Ryan, see that see that Ross County team. Mm. They get beat three one off Kamala with ten men last week. Ten men beat them three one last week. That same team. So does that tell you how low we've sunk? I think it does, aye. It's just it's just there's, there's so many. It's so many easy mistakes. Like we've all played football, my dad's but older than two is, but he even when you play older, when older guys and all they'll tell you that it's it's easy mistakes I'm making and it's mistakes that amateur players wanna make, junior players wanna make. It's it's simple, simple stuff like defending set pieces, you don't need that's something you don't need to get taught. You just know where to be and how to defend the ball. Nah, exactly. See what, see what good players do. Good players do the basics well all the time. Mm-hmm. Nothing fancy, just the basics. Control the ball and pass it. What about yesterday? Brown just passes the ball at the park. Nobody need him, no under any pressure. And then somebody done it after him as well. I can't even remember who it was. Waxel, maybe. But a 10 yard pass and he's put the ball at the park. Unbelievable. Really poor. But that's been quite evident the last few weeks. That they've been doing that, even Brown. They've been, I've, wrote, I've marked that down yesterday. Brown, don't have many five-year passes he gave away. And I'm sitting like, ah, you fucking... This is an experienced 35-year-old man. And he's making passes like that. It's That's stuff you expect up a 16-year-old guy who's just coming into the team. It's just very... Everything is just... I just don't know what he... But it is, and see, like, see yesterday, you're, you were one all doing it half time. Doesn't bring on a sub. Doesn't change formation. Doesn't change. How can you expect that team that's just to beat one all the first half to go, ah, oh, let's just go on the second half? Didn't he make a change? He waits again, normally the 60th minute. It's always a marker, 60 minutes, and he makes a change. But it, but it brings on Duffy to try and win you the game. He gets booked. He gets booked. He gets booked again and he's a corner man because he's a man. <laughs> it's like, I, I, see, in the second half when we started trying to get wide, right? El Hamid had a cut of crosses, no saying it was anything great, but, but he started taking a wee bit of space on the right hand side. What does he do? Makes a sudden takes El Hamid off, and I'm going, mm. at least the guy's maybe getting a wee bit of joy in there, and he makes a sudden and takes him off. I just baffled by it. I was honestly like, not that Al Hamid was having the game of his life, but anything that was going to come for it was coming down Al Hamid's side, and he got by the boy a few times and made crosses, and then he subs him. The so, thing about Al Hamid, he was playing in the final third quite a lot yesterday. He was playing high up. How does he have to defend? Very uh, little defensive today. Uh, he's not a winger, you know what I mean? He's, he's a right back or a centre back. It's maybe a bit alien for him can doing the wing, try to cross balls over. So I'm not really going to moan about his crossing ability or anything like that because that's not his game. But um, he could have done better with his crosses and lifted his head and picked the man out. Uh, but then you've got guys like Ryan Christie picking 
trying to pick a ball into the back post and putting it right out of the park, and you're going, come his, on, that's just criminal. His deliveries are absolutely... Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't like criticising football players, right? Because in the day, I'm no, I don't, I've no made it. So, but as a fan's perspective, at any level, if you can't get by the first man, it's not just that he's hitting the ball away, fucking the park, I'll say the park. Nah, nah. It's criminal, man. It's criminal. Did you hear the joke today about Christie? No. No. It's <laughs> a joke. Uh, going around your day, it says. Somebody threw a stone at Ryan Christie's car last night. Mm-hmm. So he picked it up and threw it back, but he hit the first man. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably true, isn't it? Uh, oh, it's so, it's no, so. I, I, was, I was baffled by his interview after the game. Did you listen to his interview? I heard that. I didn't see it. I heard that. He said that we're gaining 100% and we've just been knocked out a cup and everybody's gutted. If that's him gaining 100%, God help us when their standards drop for a hundred percent. I was baffled by that. If that's them getting a hundred percent, then sorry, that's that's very very poor to me because I can't remember the Ross County keeper pulling off any saves. See, oh. see even on that, see even on that, right? See like about getting getting guys, uh, guys getting a hundred percent, right? As much as we're criticising Brown, I've got a game at Battle Abbey, right? He moans, uh, Lennon moan to Steve Clark about Ryan Christie playing all the Scotland games, right? Lennon continually plays Brown three games a week and he's 35 years old, so he's just, he's, he's not, he, he can't complain. Let Brown, he's going to remember, Brown's 35, Brown, Brown can't play three games in a week and be at his best for, for, for three games. It's impossible. Uh, see the games he's playing against. Most out with the European games, it's no what you would call big games, is it? No. Standard Premier League games, which you would expect them to play three in a week. Maybe no. North has been a, a European game in the middle or whatever. We've a moot or it'd be a sub. The way that the other team, David Davis, that we've spoke about, they keep him fresh all the time because he's such an important player for them. Ah, uh, you're um, right. Him. But I've... I've I wasn't a big admirer of Brown in his first couple of years with Celtic, but then I really, really started to admire him. But now I think the time's come, and it comes to everybody, doesn't it? And Aye. you never know. <laughs> in the next couple of weeks, he could be a new man again and start running about. And but I can't see it. No, you're, you're right. He's been some servant. The first couple of years, I he was all over the place. He didn't really settle in, but then he grew into it. Been a great servant. But as you say, it's about managing the guy. Now. You can't play him three games in a week. It just it's impossible because he's like he can't cover the ground probably. And he see this still thinks I can cover that, but he can't. He's just he's no It's the same. He's still at the front of the running and the training or that. But that's different for playing, isn't it? Ah, exactly, exactly. It's a completely different fake win. It's a she only like Scott Brown, right? I, I watched the, uh, the sports documentary, I don't know if you've seen it, Robert, but Harry Kane was saying that it was basically only only a near fixture last day, he had like three a week. So it was like Saturday, it was like Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, and, he, and he's like, he says, when it goes to the Christmas period, now Harry Kane's one of the top, top players, and Spurs are probably one of the best medical setups, training, blah, blah, blah. 
fizzles every day, you name it. But even he says at Christmas time, no, he says, I can't play my best if I'm playing every second day or every third day in December. He says, my body, I need 48 hours to recover. He says, we can't play at our maximum during Christmas. He says, I physically can't do it. And now that's a guy like that. So what chance has Scott Brown got to do it for? Fucking free, free games and, and that's in Christmas time yet. Because they play in so many games at Christmas, don't they? I think they play every couple of days or something for about four weeks or something. Obviously, I'm not comparing Katie Brown because that's ridiculous, but I'm just comparing the fact that if he's moaning about it, but yeah... A guy about 27 that's Tottenham, Tottenham's game. And we are, and a guy coming into his career, which is a Brown career for Celtic, so... And I don't want... I don't want Brown to kind of go the way Lennon's going now. Lennon's kind of... Fans are... They're no hating him, but they're like, your time's, your time's done. Go. It's the same as Brown. You've got to start phasing them out now. Play him in the big games if it is Rangers, if it is Milan, whatever. But then on the Sunday, play him on the bench like you done with McGregor. Is that McGregor but it doesn't drop Brown? I don't understand. Don't understand it at all. That was baffling, that one. But I don't think anything baffles us now, does it, anymore? Let's be honest. You're seeing you that one. Crazy shit. Sorry, Robert. Funny thing. Oh, no, no, I was just talking about players' fitness and whatever. And um, I mean, Rogers came in, he, he totally overhauled everything, changed the medical side of it and all that. And we've seen the Tierney interview where basically he was saying, they were running him into the ground. They knew he had a serious injury and they still, you need to play, you need to play. And he wasn't too happy. And that's maybe one of the reasons that he went as well. Obviously, he's going to go down to the Premiership as most of the boys are going to go now if they get a chance. But the medical side at Celtic, is there something wrong? Because they're, they're dying on their feet, aren't they? Ah, well, as the well, medical that's lifeless. There's no spark at all. I just and feel, John. Been, sorry, John. Even though maybe your logic has come in for a few games, it should be fresh. Even he's like Worcester as well. And see the boys, it's no playing. They must be saying, "How am I no playing?" If they're absolute gash at the moment. Uh, it's baffling how Tumble can get into the team. Very, very baffling. So I know he's, I know he's um, obviously quarantined for COVID and I hope he's all right, but we spoke with it. I, I, I don't know what anybody else who listens to this or any other podcast thinks, but I generally think we have, again, it's another, we've, I don't want to say we've ruined him because he's still, he's still to be able to kick up off us, but we've seen guys like Rardin before. Gordon Strang says he was the best finisher in Celtic, best finisher in Scotland, then he play him. We've seen guys like Tumble chase him for a year and a half, three million pound, but yet doesn't play him. I, I don't, I don't understand it. And why, why? I think we're so. I, I was we said last week. I think we're stopping his development. Ah, he's playing with better players, but he's not actually playing with them. He's training with them, and training is totally different for playing with them. And the players on the uptake with me, so this is the right time to bring him in. I just think it was so, saying why. Um, that he started them and then dropped them and again no sorry he put him on the sub played well started him I had a bad game 
but why not continue and play my game? Why you're not going to get anywhere yourself, John Robert? When you play football, if your team's getting changed, I'd probably say the main the main thing I could use for it is in pre-season. You know yourself, you, first two or three games you mix and match. You play your strongest team. See you win. You're one in three or four now. See when you put all the subs on, you end up losing goals and they, it goes to fuck. It's similar way we're going to do. He's just changing and changing and changing and he's looking. See, I'd rather he just goes for a set team. If that team gets beat, fine. Next game, set same team because you're not going to get a consistency performance or quality if you're changing players about all the time because formations is different. For no, I can't see them doing three and four formations in training. So how are they trying to find the answers? Try to find the answers, but surely he's worked for these guys for how long? And he doesn't know his formation. He doesn't know his settled team. I don't know. Trying to find sorry, he's trying to find answers. But there's bare questions getting asked, which is absolutely baffling. Uh, so, has he played the same team two games in a row? I don't think he's played the same team or the same formation in a row, has he? Two games in a row, I know, I think he's changed it every week. Every single week. Actually, he's trying to find answers, but it's not happening. Obviously, he's... he's it's just need a consistent team, didn't you? To me, then he just he doesn't know his best team. He doesn't know his best players. If that's if he's looking for answers at this stage, um, he seems to have lost all confidence in who he can trust in that. And to me, that's what it looks like. <sighs> but it's not, it's not just no winning. You've got to look at John Kennedy and Gavin Stratton in this because you can't people are trying to play more no winning. It's not on new winning. The two guys aside them need to step up to the point as well. See after the second goal, yes. Have you seen the photo? Did you see Aye. him? Aye. He's iPad. Going, what? But she's a laptop, so you're watching the fucking game. Nah. What's a laptop doing at the side of the park? See all this. We've spoken about it. Edward during the week, uh, no, sorry, other last time uh, against Hibs, he's came on, he's like with an iPad and all that. Just tell him to go in the park and do his job. For football, it's fucked, man. It's fucked. I know it's a load of nonsense, isn't it? Absolute nonsense on iPad. I don't know if that's doing there. That, that's don't. probably came for fucking Andy Roxburgh at FIFA. That's the stuff that school teacher cunt used to do all the time. Honestly, fuck. That's, that's came for some idiot. That, that, the thing is, I think you'll start to see things like that creeping into like, maybe that Western Scotland League and things like that doing the levels. He'll start doing that with the fucking laptops, I know. Looks good. <laughs> so where, where do you think? Are we going to keep one? Are we going to make a change? Where do we go for here? I don't think you'll get sat by Thursday. Don't think you will. I don't think the board will do it. I think if they've done it, they've done it after the game yesterday. With the, with the, the protest, we'll speak in a minute. But he's, he's got to go, hasn't he? He's got to go. I think every... I think maybe last week people were 50 50, but now I think it's, it's probably 95 5, isn't it? Aye. But I say the full management needs to go. Can it just be him? Can it be John Kennedy and Gavin Aye. Stratton left in there? A clear, a clear out, Robert. 
Aye, it's they're part of the problem, John. That's what it's didn't they? Um, if I if I can say something here that uh, me and Ryan went to the Red Bull Leipzig game a couple of years ago over there and dug a wee bit into Leipzig. Leipzig's only ten year old. Started off in the fifth tier of German football, progressed year after year into the Bundesliga. First year in the Bundesliga, qualified for the Champions League. They've now qualified for a semi-final in the Champions League for a team that's only 10 years old. And they didn't spend crazy money getting thrown at it. Aye, they did. German football-wise, they did for low level. They, they did spend a few quid, but no bonkers. And the model they've got, I'd like to see Celtic go down a road like that. Totally change it. Go for young money. Oh, it's a great trend now. A young German manager's in there. Ah, it seems pretty. Seems pretty successful. Why not try a model like that instead of the tried and trusted that? I we have been successful, but can we not get better? Aye. Especially I, in I Europe. Say, I say in that same. Breath, John. I say the Ajax, the Ajax way you're doing things. Aye, aye, somewhere, somewhere. very, very similar. And Ajax wage bill will only be very different to us. I think we've got a higher wage bill than Ajax, to be quite honest with you. But what they'll do is they'll identify a player, and if they think he's worth nine, ten million, they'll spend that because they know he's good enough to then move on in the future. And I think we need to get down that road. If we see a young talent, snap him up. If he takes 10 million or 7 million, like the boy Tony, at 6.5 million. Celtic knocked that back. Didn't want him. Brentford went and signed him at 6.5. We go and buy a Yeti at 5 million. Tony's now scored 12 goals in 12 games. A Yeti's Arthur Boyle. So I'm not saying he's better than him, but he's a younger player. And that's maybe what we need to look at the way so, I actually That's what we spoke about, right? I was buying on Twitter about it, right? No, if you see if it was six and a half million, I'd have went, mate, it's maybe a business sense, aye. But see, for £10 million flat out, I thought it wasn't. It didn't make business sense to sign a League One striker for £10 million. But as you say, if that's who Gavin Sarton pointed out, the boards are just fucking went, mate, that's who we brought in, that's who he wants, sign them. Because you've signed guys worth £10 million, you've spent 15, 15 pounds, £15 million in players. So he's no, it's like people kind of see he's only backed. I don't see that's about the board, don't back managers, right? See, if you look at Rogers, Rogers got over 20 million players. Lennon's got 15, I know they've sold people and blah, 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 but managers have been backed to Celtic. It, it does demand boxing when they say they're no been backed because they have been backed. They just shine shite. That's not the board, that's not the recruitment who signs the players. See, if we are signing players. They've got to be good enough to come in and improve our team. Notice it on a bench. I know. There's not many players that's come in in the last two years that's been straight into our team and improved us. Not many. There's Camaras and Soros and Bios and all that. That's just wasting money in my opinion. See that money you've maybe spent £8 million on? On guys that will never get anywhere near the first team. Why don't you go and spend that £8 million on a player that will come in and it will make a difference in the team? No, That's definitely. where I think the recruitment's wrong in that sense. Well, previously, before this Nicky Hammond character, um, Celtic never had a recruitment, didn't they? No. 
Just John Paul. So after John Paul, who, who was it no. after him? Maybe um, such. I think we brought his own guy up, Rogers. Oh, was that a uh, Congerton guy, was that? Congerton. Aye. Oh, we Congerton. Aye, that's right, sorry. But see, but see, be fair, right? See, when he was here, there was a few names linked to us, right? And Rogers is, I think, I think Rogers has signed him for Leicester now. Two or three guys. That guy for Atlanta, the right back, he wanted him. Couldn't get him. He signed him for Leicester, and the guy's a fucking good player. Um, Aye. So, again, is it... We haven't got the money to get top players that they want, or is it just? I I think probably the main thing for that is I don't know if you watched the Sunderland documentary, Robert, but it shows Aye. you it shows you the board, and the board has about six or seven players, first, second, third. We probably got the fifth or sixth fucking player because we can't afford the rest, but. It's hard, that's what, we, that's what we need to deal with, but it's just hard when you're signing. Like you signed to Gamboa for a million pounds. Pish. Compare 35 grand, I think, wages. Pish. Jack Hendry, Luton Loan, Bio. As much as Rogers was a brilliant manager for us, and he signed guys like your Sinclair's and blah, 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 he did sign some guff. <laughs> uh, that was his, his biggest downfall. He got rid of Sviachenko and then brought in Jack Hendry and Compare. To the players, crazy. 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 Uh-huh. but he, he came in and made the players over there better, keep oh, their level. levels up quite considerably. Uh, he's he a top manager. I, I don't care, right? You say he's a top manager, and how long is he going to be at Leicester before he maybe gets another wee step up? He's definitely uh, top level. Uh, proved it, didn't it? I think we were so lucky to have him, and a lot of people hate him, the rat and whatever they call him, but I have nothing but admiration for him, the, the job he's done, the job he's doing now. Um, but I've read about him before, he fancies going abroad as well, he coach, so he might get a top job abroad as well. There you go. Uh, I think Roger seen what was happening, John. I really do. I think he knew that Celtic were degre- degracing all the time. Um, no want to spend the money and they want to just go cheaper options and get rid of the bigger players and get them in. Other ones are cheaper than they The John McGinn scenario, I think he just went, oh, no, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not getting my head hung out to die for the board. No want to back my ambitions. That was my opinion on that one. You know what I mean? I thought that he wanted to take us to the next level and the board were they wanted to go where he wanted us to go. I suppose so, but just see, in Europe, he wasn't that successful, though, wouldn't he? You know, qualify for the Champions League, yeah, but when we go there, we found we wanting, wouldn't we? Just against Rose, we get the toughest draw in the, in the groups, didn't we? Uh, but in saying that, we're the number one seed in this group, aren't we? And we're absolute <laughs> toss, Aye. Because in the last wee bit, lads, obviously, protests yesterday, I've, my wee bit on it is, I can understand the protests, but there's a way of doing protests and there's a way of putting your anger across and uh, whoever it was that was singing, get you away and they fucking get them to fuck, that's just, there's a way of, there's a way of saying it. Um, and I think the guy, as much as we want him sacked, I think he does deserve a bit more respect in that way. Um, I understand fans' frustrations, but 
try to run the air offence to get to the players. No, that's just fucking, I can't go that. I understand frustrations, turn up, vent your frustrations, but when it gets to that stage, I think it's just time to, right, we'll see their piece and, and go. But I do agree, I think we need change, he's got to go. Who we get in, I don't know, it's not up to me to decide. That's what the Lawwell gets paid, he talked off or so. On that, I think hopefully we'll get some done. Ah, yes. I went down just to vent my anger, but some of it is just a bit OTT, you know what I mean? But I think about it's more exaggerated than what actually happened as well. Mm. Um, I'd left, obviously, when the stuff had happened. And, um, but a lot of people were angry, obviously. People want change, shouting, sack the board and stuff like that when I was there. Um, the only thing I'd seen was a fence getting kicked in at one point. Um, Few people going through the fence, back out the fence, nothing major um, at that point, but I'd left at that point, and then obviously you've seen the videos. But as you say, there's ways of doing things, and everybody's got their opinion on things, so there's no right way or wrong way. In my eyes, it might be right, in their eyes, it might be wrong, that's just the way it is. But we're all in the same boat, we all just want Celtic back to winning and being successful, because one win in 10 games to me is an absolute dreadful record. Um, and something needs to change and maybe to go down and protest might have, I thought in my eyes might have been what we needed to make a change at the board level and the management level obviously I think Celtic are lucky at the moment there's no fans in the stadium because something I think would have been done before now as regarding Neil Lennon leaving you would have been fans throwing their scarves in the park waving their white hankies and all that carry on that's what would have happened. And it may, maybe I forced the board's hand a wee bit earlier. But I felt really sorry for him getting interviewed and they're singing any songs about him telling him to get to and all that. That's not right. That was horrible. He doesn't, he doesn't deserve that. He's, he's been a very good Celtic player and a loyal servant to Celtic. That's no, you, that's no way to date people like that. You respect them. He's failing at the moment. Just say, thanks for your time. It's time to go. Somebody else is going to take the man up. And obviously, uh, obviously on that uh, last wee bit, who do you think or your suggest? I know Robert, you mentioned Allardyce and stuff, but I know as we speak, you know, Stratton's a favourite for me. I, I don't know what do you think about that. I don't know, but for me, I just think if the board want to show up at an intent. I think for me, it's just Eddie Howe's demand for me. He's a, he's a, he may not be German, like my dad's talking about a German young coach. He's a young coach in a way, fresh ideas, attacking football. He's got knowledge of doing south. He might not be playing European football, but I don't think it really matters to me. He's one of the only, he's a free agent, so there's no, no compensation fee or that carry on. I think for me, if you want to go and push your boat and put a statement out, I think he's a man to get. That's just my opinion. I, I agree with you, Ryan, but I don't think Celtic are going to look at long-term. I think they're going to look at short-term, which makes me think Stratton or Martin O'Neill to come into the end of the season if they do sack Lennon, which to me, they know he took training today again. So I don't think he's getting sacked anytime soon. All the backroom staff, I don't know where, I don't, I don't know what direction we're going in, but this is one big sloppy hole we're going down and I can't see he's getting up at any time soon. Martin O'Neill left 15 years ago. It's a backward step if you're asking Martin O'Neill to take over. That's Aye. my opinion anyway. 
Yeah, um, I think it's a waste of time getting somebody in for six months because you're going to have another problem this summer identifying players for Europe, which we do every fucking year and leave it to the last minute and it costs you, doesn't it? You don't qualify, you get bad results. To me, John, it needs to be strapped back. John Park needs to be reinstalled or somebody of that stature. A good scout, a scout network, where a director of football, a manager, and they all need to be off the same hymn sheet, they all, they all identify. The new manager that comes in, can he have Kennedy and Jordan Stratton's boy, Gavin Stratton, and William and like Lennon's done with his one hand tied behind his back and not allowed to put his own coaching staff? To me, that's just reeks absolute shite to the start. Lennon shouldn't have accepted that manager's role in that day terms, as far as I was concerned. Uh, but we all know that Lennon, that. But we all know he's a yes man, isn't he, Lennon? That's why he's appointed. But he should never but have you, taken said, you said to me, Ryan, when, um, when Leonard left Hibs, I think they were seventh in the league or something. I think they were ninth. Why, why, why would a team like Celtic appoint a guy that's seventh in the league as a manager? You wouldn't accept that, would you? No. That's uh, well, the last battle. I, I, I thought that, see, when we won treble, I couldn't believe he got appointed. It was like we, we, we just lost the league. Everybody was dead deflated. We couldn't believe it. It was, it was probably because you were rumoured to get Mourinho, Benitez, all the kind of guys. And then, oh, uh, we gave him a shivers. What? What kind of comment is that to tell? See, even if you did do that, you don't come out and tell the fans that. that. And then the fact that he says, we didn't interview anybody else, that should all do your job properly as a board. You've got to always have... People behind being forced. But Robert, I'd say to Ryan, when when Rogers was here, I think for a year or so, I'd say to him, he's not going to be here long term. I says you need to start thinking about the next guy who you would like to be. Ryan will tell you, I said there and then Benitez all day long, I his football isn't he attractive and whatever, but he's a winner. Aye. Benitez has done I a good job of where he's went. I don't know. And, uh, I think Ryan says he's in China now, so yeah. I don't know if you're finished once you go to a place like that. Uh, um, I just feel the full structure of the club is just a shambles. And in my eyes, the board were only interested in being one step ahead of Rangers. That was all they were interested in. Money and now it's come back to bite them in the arse. See, Robert, you're talking about recruitment and whatever. Mm. having a conveyor line a, a young talent which we've stopped in now kind of there's very few academy players that's what I'm going to talk about in a wee second John. Buy, him, buy him Munich buy Munich are signing new young boys see if they're two that good boys. they've took their two young boys I know they may be 16 and they'll not be playing first team football anytime soon but surely they'd get a game for Celtic quicker than what they by Munich, they're only going to be playing in their academy. So, what you're saying on that, John, is right. We have lost two of our youth players to Bayern Munich. We've lost another one to Man City. Caramel Cardinbelli's run his contract out. He's gone in a free in the summer. This is off the Rodgers left and off. The youth setup has went to tits because the youth setup is structured the exact same as the first team. Mm-hmm. So, if they both into the first team, they know exactly their places and they've all got the exact same positional sense and everything. 
And that's what I mean for the tap to the boat in the cup is just fell for grace. It's an absolute shambles. Our youth players, we've not got, in the under Scotland under 21s, we had one youth player and he wasn't even a Celtic player. Well, he was a Celtic player, but he never came through the academy. Um, and it was Tumble. The rest is all made up for other teams. And we used to have four or five in every set up in Scotland, which baffles me now. I really like to see what the boy Henderson. He'd be as well gone as well because he's not going to play, is he? And he's supposed to be a fantastic talent. He's only had a few wee snips here and there with the first team, but he'd be as well gone and playing. He's, he's not going to learn that and fucking sitting in the stand every week. Nah. He was man of the match in Rogers' last ever game for Celtic. Mm-hmm. Um, and you think he's going to kick on and develop. And there's yesterday. You're looking for to get back into the game and they bring Shane Duffy on and their boy Ewan Henderson. Who plays behind the striker? Who the, who creates things? Sitting on the bench, that baffles me. I thought he was actually going to throw Duffy on up front and he brought him on. Do you know that? Nah, just to cause a bit of a battle, but nah. The full the full thing, you know, is a bit of a hint. I think every fan's seen a plan. You know that we need change, and if there's any way for me, I. I don't want to contemplate losing the league in the new right, but if Wenish told the manager for me the league's done, I, I can't see he's turning that around now. He said 10 games turn that around. If you can't turn around 10 games, then good chance you're another 10 games. I just hope that it's no, we'll keep him to the final because he's got to the final. Fuck that. Get somebody in the new, get them in before the new year, get transferred because I, I think that if we do go to Ibrox and we're, we're only a few points behind, whatever it is, I think. If we do, if we do want Ibrox, which I hope we do, right? I think Desmond is going to spend. To pay. I think, I, I think no matter what, we're going to spend in January because they'll need to do something. But would you trust Lennon to spend their money? Hmm? Would you trust Lennon to go and keep on another ten million or twelve million? That's how I think we need another manager. Um, I've said for me, I think the board are going to make a statement and go get Eddie Howe. Uh, I know people are saying what has he done, but he's won, he's two at a team with Bournemouth, all the leagues, and finished ninth. I he spent money because he's in that he's in that bubble. He's got to spend money. He might have spent money on straight players like Solanke, blah blah blah. But he brought in my He brought in Fraser for Aberdeen. He's turned him into a twenty million pound player. Do you know what I mean? So and I watched him on that Monday night. I don't know if you watched it last week. See him talk, talk about football. He says, I don't care if I can see three goals, as long as I get four goals. It's all I can play. And he shows you a, he shows you a goal against Newcastle, the Bournemouth done. He says, we practice that every day until we go to date. And the players knew it and it worked. So he knows what he's talking about. Um, for me, I just mean, he gets somebody knows what they're doing. 100%. Ryan, I, I like this, the enthusiasm him, how young he is, and how, as you said, he's fresh for the game, how brilliant he talks about attacking and stuff like that. Um, I, I watched him when he was with Bournemouth and I actually enjoyed watching Bournemouth under him because he would attack the big teams and at Bournemouth, the big teams used to never really get results there because they were scared of how good Bournemouth would attack them and stuff like that. Normally they would sit in wee teams and let the big teams dictate them, but they didn't. They went for the big team. And I like the guy Graham Porter at Brighton. I think, again, he's another young, vibrant manager in the same why he is um, how he is, but again, he's with Brighton, so you'd not need to pay a compensation, which I can't see as Dane. 
But again, on that right, as much as we're talking about managers in Premier League, we went and get Tony Mowbray, and he's going to turn out that well. Um, but I've heard, obviously, if you watch Open Gold, then all the interviews they were saying, like, Mowbray was actually a good manager. It just, you had, you had Venus, you had Grant, they were all, they were all saying their bit, and I think the players just get, like, what's, what's actually happening here? Who, who, who are we listening to? The manager? Is it the coaches? Who's, I think that's supposedly what's, what's the downfall that Mowbray was, because I think Simon Ferry says when, I think Celtic played Dundee, they beat them 6 nothing. but he says the football was unbelievable. He says it was unbelievable. Um, and I think that just, there's things, I don't know if you go and get a manager like that again. Um, I don't really know what we, where we go from here, because I know some fans on social media, you know yourself, you're on Twitter, but, oh, but um, oh, if we sacked him, who do we get? I don't fucking know. We're not paid sixty grand a week to do that. If I like to think, see if we were in the board shoes, I, 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 I don't know how to deal with money, right? But I know how to pick a football player, how to pick a manager, how to go through slides about players. I don't know what some of these guys get paid for. Because, like yourself, if you play Saturday and then you play Sunday, whatever else, see what's the name of football. You can tell from 10 minutes a guy's a player. Roughly, you can tell he's got a decent touch, he's got a good pass. It, it shouldn't take you four or five weeks to fucking shout a player. Obviously, you need oh, to get you know. if he fits into your system, blah, blah, blah. But that's when you, you, you see two or three games, you get him up to, train, uh, up to the training gun, you talk to him personally, you get to know his family, and then you get to know if he's... But I just don't know... The, some of the up-cut, up the decisions we're making is just... Because that's what I said to you last week on the podcast. Dermot Desmond's like the eighth richest guy in Ireland. He's worth a fucking two and a half billion pound. So it's not like Celtic or skin. If I think if we need to push a boat, push a boat out, I think he'll do it. But will he do it? That's the thing, because he knows he might not get the money back. I don't remember. We're not going to earn any money from Europe this season. Nah, that money's know. gone. And that's money Celtic need every single year, especially the, the way the world is at the moment. That, that's a big blow getting out of two European competitions before December. Big blow. But the, the danger thing is, John, is if you don't win the league and you don't get the crack at the Champions League, um, and then, say, for instance, 10,000 fans don't renew their season book, it could be a bigger financial impact on them if they don't win the league. So maybe they need to take a gamble here and push the boat out for a manager and a couple of players to then try and win the league. No saying that it's guaranteed, but if it's stick or twist in it. I'd, I'd say to Ryan today, I'd just fought it earlier on today. If Celtic don't win the league this year, they'll not go into the Champions League qualifiers next year. Mm-hmm. So they're going to lose a lot of revenue, and you don't know with COVID, the implications, whether or not there's going to be fans allowed in, etc, etc. So that means we're going to have to do what we used to do and sell our best players. Uh-huh. At the start of this season, much would you have sold Eddie for? 30, 35? 30 million. What are you going to get from, what are you going to get from now? 10, 12 million? 15 I don't think you're going to get a lot of money from same as Christy, Ayer, 
McGregor, you're not going to get the market value because their current forum is absolutely honking. And because of the pandemic, isn't it? Aye. Uh, you're not, I think Celtic's going to lose in the, the transfer market because of COVID, definitely. You see, yeah. on that, right, you see, you're talking about Edward, right? I think in January, he's got 18 months left, right? See if, see if a team does come in with £20 million, do you accept it? As much as he's a top... And current form. form. And current form. And current form. Sell him. If somebody comes in in January and goes, just say it's after Ibrox, right? There's £20 million, 18 months left in your contract. What do you say every day? Do they go, right, uh, no, Pogia, no, you're dealing with something you from there. Or do you just sell it and then you've got a month to get somebody else kind of hopeful the same talent? That all depends how close you are in the league, doesn't it? If no. you go and win at Ibrox, then you'll know sell. If you get beat at Ibrox, they'll sell within 10 minutes of the game. What I, 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 I think is, I don't think it really matters how much Celtic improve because the team across the water absolutely flying. Absolutely flying. I've not seen much of them on the telly, but what I have seen, they're actually pretty entertaining to watch. They're playing nice, attractive football, whereas before they were horrible to watch. Horrible. The two fullbacks play high up the park. They're absolutely flying. They fear no one. And they're full of confidence. They're on this season. And Celtic's the opposite. If they get one or two injuries or COVID, I've had every bit of luck that's rided on them. Now. They know it. If Tavener gets injured, they've no cover for him at right back. They've no cover. They've got cover all over the park. Barisic, they've got a young boy who can cover. But I think if one of their wing backs get injured, they could be in trouble because they'll not have that width. In my opinion, that is. They made seven changes yesterday. Still one for nothing. Okay. It really hurts me to say it, but they're, they're absolutely flying. Ah, they are, they are. They're playing they're probably a way back to like Advocates team. As good as that, you uh, know what I mean? That's where they're playing. Uh, pretty attractive to watch, but don't want to talk about them too much. Big them up. But for Celtic to win the league, it's going to be a big ask. They probably, know, probably need to go unbeaten the rest of the season, I would reckon. Aye, there are there are bits, Sean. But Aye. we've done it before, haven't we? So it's, it's just true. making the changes now to give you half a chance. Because if you don't, then you're just conceding defeat. If you see, if the game in first in Milan, right? For me, it's a free hit for the players now. If they get beat, the fans will so get them backlash. If they win, they go, "Oh, we've won a game. Who cares?" Can't qualify, so the, play, the players are going to let the players will kind of get a let off again the first day, no matter what the result is, because it's a free hit. Um, but if we get absolutely host again, the line is going to get that's why I think as well. I, I want the board to let them go now because the longer it goes, the men and the fans are going to get against them. They're going to listen to yourself. Social media these days, society these days, you're going to get we arseholes that are going to sort them. 
I'm going to call him under the sun. That's just society says, and I don't want that to happen. So the board's got to listen. They've got to listen to the fans. I've got to look at him. He looks a beaten man. Every press, he's shouting absolute shite. He's, he's talking, we all know he's talking with his ass. It's like yourself, you yourself, you put under man's before under pressure. When under pressure, they don't know, they don't know what to do. It's the fact that last week, basically he says his press conference last week. No, sorry, it was, it was yesterday. <laughs> One of the guys from Premier Sports or Sky, they say to me, so Neil, how do you go for here? Uh, just like every day I wake up and wash my face. What? I'm after you're gay, after you've just been beat, and it's like, it's like he was trying to be slapping on Neil with a wee cheeky remark. That doesn't suit you, mate. It doesn't suit you. And that's no the attitude to be if I know he's trying to maybe put a bit of a banner or a bit of light into the situation, but if you're playing six and a half quid for a season, but you don't that's not what you want to hear from your manager. No, exactly. And how is that saying, sorry Robert, he was talking about that saying he was he was always going to come back in and whatever. He's just came to a new country and what what a usual he says that uh, he had had to get used to the players and the intensity we play it. And I was like, ah, fucking intensity. It's walking pace, man. Yeah. What it's are you talking about? It's Aye. like, see, his interviews, you're talking on that. He's going, oh, I, had a, I had a Zoom call with Neil, uh, with Dermot Desmond and Peter Lawwell and everything's rosy. And you're going, how the fucking it be rosy? And then he turns around and says, I've been, I'm getting a cafe installed at Lennox Town so the players can get to know each other. I'm going, what the fuck is he talking about to get to know each other? Can 90% of them go in together for two years? So, where's a coffee break going to do at Lennox Town? Is that going to give them an energy boost to go and play like Cristiano Ronaldo the next week? I just, things he's come out now is just, it's like a guy that's no took his medication in it. He's, honestly, the interview is just, I can't watch it and it's cringy. See, like, see, like, I, I don't know if it's maybe the situation, right? But I generally think they don't want to sack him because they've no one to look at anybody else. They've no bother us to approach anybody else. I know I've seen wee rumours, two or three guys have been approached and all that, but see, seen on the board that last year they had six monthly at a manager and didn't interview anybody. For me, that's that's not on, man. At any level of football, it's... That can't happen. Imagine getting paid Lowell two and a half, three million, whatever he gets a year, three and a half million a year, and he can't go out his way to go and get somebody else in as a as a as a a replacement maybe to come in if when did anyone in trouble. What happened if Wendy went in trouble? What was what was going to happen? Oh, yeah, uh, God, I mean the very slowest as my dad says when it comes to the Champions League, right? Every year we know the qualifiers come up. Every single year, and he waits. I he signed Barkas. I think he signed Barkas didn't he for F, before the Fenrir Faros game. Uh, and then he waits. He, he wait. We wait and we wait and we wait. Why he not just do it? See that obviously the situation now. It's it's the sad and whatever else, right? But we we went in lockdown. Was it February March? So he said four or five months to get players in. The fed. All these days in lockdown to look at players, and yet it's no qualified again. Um, and it looks like, and see, even I don't, they kind of cut the fans on because see, the, the, the two qualifiers we go against Sarajevo and Vega, 
We were fucking hopeless. Absolutely hopeless. And that, that, that was a warning signs. I know we're talking about, I say, Fenrir Farros, but the men I think back now, day two games are warning signs. We get last-minute goals against uh, Vega, and I was like, what, what, what is he on here? It was slow. Pass. Away, one each. Dundee United away, one minute, a 1-0 winner at the 90th minute. It's just... It's been, bru- it's been brewing all season, hasn't it? All season. It's, I don't know for yourself, John, what you think on that, but I just think we're just slow at doing everything. I think, as you say, we're spoiled under Rodgers that he he had the, how do I say, he had the, the instincts as a top manager and he brought into us and he's away now and we're left with a guy who's no good at. It's, it's to a point I Robert says maybe could do a different route with a manager. Do you fancy a young manager, Neddy Howe? Um, when he was young, the first time he was a manager, wasn't he? Uh, he was maybe, four, maybe 40 year old. I don't think he uh, was. I think he was still playing football for a year, two years before it was, you know, at Forest or that. He was Celtics. Yeah. Yeah. manager, wasn't he? Yes, yeah. manager. But I, a new approach, say, change it, as Robert says, change it from top to bottom. You might have to take a hit for a year or two, three uh, years even, but long term, it's going to stand you in good stead, isn't it? Especially, I'd love to see the team full of academy players, well, a, a good few of them anyway, and then maybe sell them on what you've done with KT and whatever. But there's nothing coming through. Maybe they just, maybe maybe they don't trust them. Maybe they think they need experience at this moment in time to get get them over this rocky road they're on. But I don't see any harm thrown in a, a young boy or two. Maybe give you a spark. Maybe that's what you need, John, as you say, some games, because there's no energy on the park. Sometimes a young boy like, coming through like a Cairn Turner or a Cairn McGregor, they give you a wee bit of a boost. Aye. You always see it with the young boys. They're so eager, they're trying it, fuck. But his poor players just seem to be going through the motions at the moment and accepting yeah. it. And then, obviously, last part, um, only Thursday, Milan, what's your predictions for the game, boys? Or do you think the manager will be sacked before then, or do you think he'll see that out and then <coughs> maybe see the weekend game? Three goal victory for Milan. Aye, if you're being kind, John. Depends if Milan want to score, I think. Just, if Milan want to turn, up, turn the screw on you, they could embarrass you. But I don't know, Ryan. See, they're, top of the, they're, they're top of the league. When we played Lazio last year, they were joint top and a point off the top. So you never know, but I doubt it. I'm terrified that to go on this year before it. See, but as of us, I was, I was talking to John about it last night. A year ago, we were beating Lazio. And then two years before that, we were qualifying for Champions League and playing in Leipzig and Papier Sheet. And now we're fucking getting put off a cup of Ross County. Can beat us yeah. by Prague, who had eight or nine players missing. Third choice goalkeeper, 17 year olds playing main debuts. 
the Wams are part time electrician for you to go. It's just we're we're going the way we were under. We're been we been in embarrassment now. People are talking about us now in the way you don't want them talking about the way Rangers the way Rangers were getting spoken about the part of years we we called it. We just couldn't do anything, anything like the man Cassini was in, Murray was in, Robert was in, fucking Magic Hat, all that kind of thing. We're turning all that kind of shit now. Um, fucking Sparta Prague and wishes good luck and doing that. What? Two years ago that wouldn't have happened. Um, for me, I just think, you don't know which Celtic's going to turn up either, do you? You don't know if they're going to turn up fucking... I don't know, what's Celtic's going to turn up? They're not going to turn up, that's the thing. I now know. I'm See, watching them and there's nothing there. As I say, it's my dad, I wish... See, if we all put money in Celtic for the last three years to get beaten Europe, for the, well, the last five, ten years, we've been millionaires, but I just can't... I can't put money on Celtic to beat. I couldn't do it, I can't do it. Um, because... Even though you know in your heart, my way to Barcelona and Barcelona I'm about 49. That's a lump job. But to us, you can't do it. You couldn't you couldn't buy against your name team. Um, you're always in your heart you're saying you're gonna get beat, but in your in your head you're, you're gonna get beat, but in your heart you're like, oh I might win one nil or that, not I mean. Tells <laughs> you how bad we're throwing that we're considered the most goals in Europa League and there's teams like Dundalk that are part time in that. Europa League. That just to me, that just stinks a pure shite to me, to be honest. That's how bad that we are. Nobody fears yeah, us now. Maybe in those counties, Burns are at that now. Who have we got to the St. Johnson, who are flying. Oh. Aye, exactly, exactly. I'll, I'll give you a wee start, boys. Since Gerard came in two and a bit year ago, Celtic Rangers have played 40 games each in Europe. Celtic's yeah. won 20, drew 7 and lost 13. Rangers have won the same, 20, drawn 14. Rangers have only lost 5 games out of 39 in Europe. That's fucking frightening. And they've played some tasty teams. And yeah. we're getting beat off a fucking guff, man. Yeah. They're, they're, gradually... He's been there two, two, nearly two and a half years and gradually he's progressing things. He's went that way and we've went that way. But it's the same old Celtic, isn't it? Yep. They're off to break our hearts, don't they? You're, you're supposed to strengthen when you're on top and whatever. And we thought we did this year, didn't we? We spent 20 million. Aye. And it's up to this moment in time, it's no work to it. No, I've never um, for instance. Well, uh, for instance, Ajeti signed, wasn't he fit? Why is he no fucking fit? I know he hadn't played much, but that's I, I, so what, what we do every fucking, in Europe, every fucking time. Sign players that's no fit, or we sign somebody after we're knocked out of Europe. Aye. Aye, you're right, John. It's always... So... It's always the same all the time, isn't it? Get, get your work done early doors and it will stand you in good stead, but no. 
It's all it's always last minute and all that, and it? but it's last minute transfers all the time and And then see when that happens, you've got to pay over the odds to get somebody as well. Because you know you're desperate. The last day of the transfer window, you might need a player or two. Players' price goes up because teams know you're desperate. And it's coming back to bite us every season. I uh, agree with you on that, John. Behind that'll be us this week. Um, we're back on after Thursday's result to hopefully preview or uh, review a win. Um, but We'll go for there. Thanks for coming on, John. And Robert's battery's died, so say bye-bye to Robert. <laughs> bye, Robert. Cheers. Right. Cheers, John. Thanks. Cheers. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 